Do you know how to navigate the conversation when someone on the phone tells you, hey, I've got an agent, and it may not be what you think. I'll explain the three things that comment could mean next. But first, if you get some value out of this, make sure to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications, and that way you're getting up to date on all the information we have available. So this comes up a lot. People say they have an agent. And I want to be very clear. We're not giving anyone any sort of instructions that they should be violating contract law or trying to manipulate or interfere with agreements that are in place. That's not what we're talking about here. But there are three reasons why people say this. The first reason is simple. They actually have an agent that they're working with and don't understand what happens when they click on a Zillow profile or a Zillow listing or make an inquiry on realorder.com. And it's usually because their agent's not instructed them properly, which is a whole different story. But if someone has an agent and has an agreement, there's nothing you can do with that. That's number one. So let's get that one out of the way. You should never interfere with a contract. That's illegal. We don't recommend that. We don't coach on that. That's just not how it works. However, there are two other reasons besides that first one where they actually have an agent that consumers say this stuff over the phone to real estate agents. One is they have an agent who maybe is emailing them properties. Maybe they met that person once and they feel like they have a relationship and all that agent is doing is putting them on a property drip and waiting for them to call. That's not an agency relationship. That's a contact. That's a conversation. That's a lead. That's not an agency contract. So this is where asking more questions gets really important. We're going to get to that in a second. And the third reason is it's a defense mechanism. They don't want to feel like they're getting sold something. They don't want to get harassed in their mind by an agent who's going to keep calling and calling and calling them or be super aggressive and has a ton of commission breath. And who can blame them? I got to work with these other real estate agents in the marketplace so I understand where people are coming from. So when you're dealing with reasons in number two and number three here, forget the first one. The first one is not something you can work with. It's the second and third are where there's some opportunities to ask some additional questions. The first question you may want to try is, hey, totally appreciate you have an agent. How's that going so far? And then stop talking and see what they say. And if it's going well, this person will tell you it's going well. And if it's not going well, or I'm doing all the looking on my own, my home's not selling, that's why I'm reaching out to you. I never hear from my agent. There's a plethora of things that could come out of that conversation. That's where there's an opportunity to ask more questions and continue to follow up with these folks. And, and the reason behind that, and the reason there's an opportunity there is most agents have a three-point plan. On the listing side, it's when they put a sign up, they put it on the internet, and they just wait for something to happen. Or the second is they meet them, they put them on a property drip, and they wait for the consumer to get back to them and see if they're interested in buying something. That's not good follow-up. So based on their reaction, you can ask additional questions like, hey, tell me a little bit more about what you're trying to find. Why do you think your home hasn't sold? Take all the discovery questions out of the numerous scripts that are out there that we teach, most coaches teach. You should be knowing those questions. If you don't, drop a comment, and I can help you navigate those, those follow-up and discovery questions. Happy to do that. That's where there's an opportunity to have a conversation to see if you can actually help these people. And the third is when there's a defense mechanism, they, will, they, they may just say, hey, I'm just looking, I'm not ready, I, I'm, I'm browsing. You know all the, all the things that come up. Well, that's where it's important to treat everyone like a client and make sure you follow up anyway. So asking that question, hey, how's that going? And, and getting into discovery mode, because remember, people do things for their reasons, not yours. 
no one wants to be sold. They're going to do it because it's important to them. Well, when you ask those questions and make it about the person and not the property and not the sale, that's where good things happen for real estate agents. The bonus here is treat everyone like a client. So let's say you get that defense mechanism for reason number three. Well, are you putting everyone on a property drip based on what they inquired about? Are you giving them updated sales activity in their neighborhood? Are you following up anyway and just making sure you're in communication with them? Are you sending additional information or pieces of value? Like, hey, would you be open-minded to a financial planning session? I could show you how your payment could work. Has anyone given you an update on where your home equity is right now? These are things that people actually want to know about. So when you treat everyone like a client, which is one of our team principles here, and you do that on a regular basis, then you're going to get those people that put up those defense walls. Well, they're going to open up a little more down the line as long as you're continuing to follow up. That's what it means when people say they have an agent. All the money is in the follow-up in real estate. So if you're not realizing those first calls aren't going to convert right away, no matter it's a seller or a buyer on the other end, and you're realizing that there are going to be some people that actually have an agent. You can't do anything with those. It's the other two groups. That's where the conversion opportunity is. Most agents, they just hang up the phone and don't do anything. When you get into curiosity and out of judgment and ask those additional questions and offer pieces of value, that's where magic can happen and you could actually convert more sales. So remember, they may not actually have an agent when people say they have an agent. The thing you can control is how you respond to that inquiry. And I just broke it all down here. So hopefully you got some value out of this and we'll be back next week.